Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode two of the 100% Real with Bearded and Boom. I am Dylan, Boom Shakalaka. Um, introduce my co-host here, Bearded, uh, Chris, in a little bit. I uh, just want to let you know, so know, thank you so much for listening to episode one. Uh, so we're back for episode two. Uh, currently, you can catch the podcast on Spotify and Anchor.fm. Uh, you can follow the podcast uh, at twitter.com forward slash uh, bearded and boom. That's bearded N, capital N, and then boom. Uh, so, again, let me bring in uh, Chris here. Chris, how are we doing today? I'm doing great. Um, I am Chris, a.k.a. Bearded Spartan. Um, you can catch me uh, Monday through Friday. Uh, usually start streaming on Twitch about... 9930. Um that's uh and you can also catch me on Twitter. Beard Spartan at Twitter and that'll let you know when I'm going live and everything like that. Um Yeah. So follow us both on Twitch at Boom Shakalaka at Bearded Spartan also on uh, Twitter. Uh generally we're we're live pretty much a lot. So uh you know we're but we're here to bring you episode two of hundred percent real with bearded and boom. So let's kick it right off. MLB The Show, new content this week. Uh, wanted to go over the 96 overall signature series Adam Wainwright that popped into the game, along with the September Daily moments. Uh, so signature series Adam Wainwright just looks absolutely gross. Let me just say that. I mean, this card is <sighs> nasty. I can tell you I, I faced him today in LaRink, and let me tell you, his, his pitches are, are nasty. I mean, he's got a five-pitch mix, sinker, curveball, cutter, four-seam changeup. I mean, sinker-cutter combo right there already is nasty enough. His curveball is gross. 108 stamina, 90 hits per nine, 88K per nine. So when you get to the higher, you know, uh, when you get to Hall of Fame, when you get to Legend, it's not going to be that great. But that curveball, I'll tell you what, comes in at 74 oh. miles an hour, and it just falls off the table. It's and disgusting. the sinker and the sinker kind of sneaks up on you too. So yeah, Adam Wainwright, new signature series into the game. Another free signature series diamond for you guys to collect for the Mookie Betts collection if you already don't have him. Uh, and then right over into the daily moments this month, uh, the diamond daily moment reward is 99 overall Cy Young milestone 511 wins career all time record card. Again, another guy with five pitches. He's got a four seam. He's got two curveballs, a 12-6, and a sweeping curve, along with a changeup and a nasty screwball this year, which seems to almost be like the third meta pitch this year. I know we saw it a lot earlier uh, with Fernando Valenzuela, that, that screwball that just kind of floats in there, almost kind of like a knuckle curveball, so to speak. But, uh, you know, Cy Young obviously is going to have 125 stamina. That guy can throw... I don't... I don't even know how many innings he threw in his career, but he just he just throws and he throws and goes. throws and throws. All those all those old timey guys just throw and throw and throw. Ninety one hits per nine, ninety K per nine, one hundred twelve walk per nine. So again, up on Hall of Famer legend difficulty, gonna kind of be a little little bit easier to hit. Uh, but also in this uh, daily moment program, the two evolution cards this month are yes. Orlando Cepeda and Johnny Damon. Uh, Johnny Damon last year was a very interesting card. Uh, I think a lot of people used him. It, it was very sneaky. I'm pretty sure he was an inning boss last year. His card was pretty good once you got a prestige. I think he was a 96 overall. Once you got a prestige, it was pretty good. 
But this year he's, again, he's, this a, is a ninety-six signatures. It's it's another free nice. signature series for collection. Exactly. I mean, 96, 96 overall, 107, 105 contact, 81, 72 power. Of course, Shiny Damon never really had uh, you know, the home run kind of power, but he he, he did have some sneaky power there. Yeah. Uh, good Rob's, vision. Bronze fielding out there in center field, so maybe stick him out in the corner outfields. 87 speed, though, kind of makes up for it a little bit. And, uh, yeah, that and is, the that stealing is... ability. I mean, exactly. it's not going to be is... a bad card. Right. That is He's one got of decent cards. quirks, too. Yeah. I mean, this is one of the first ones I've seen with Buntmaster on there. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what kind of video game you'd, you'd want to uh, have a Buntmaster on. As your, I know, your awesome but I'm just port, saying, like, that's the first card I've seen it. <laughs> I mean, hey, with, 80, with 87 speed, you can really push those drag punts to second base, I guess. I guess. The other card, the other card in this uh, Daily Moment program is 97 overall MVP from 1967 first baseman Orlando Cepeda. Uh, 105, 125 contact, uh, 76 power versus right, and uh, 98. 98 power versus left. So he's definitely a lefty masher. Diamond hitting again, yeah. diamond hitting another bronze defender, but again, another first baseman bearded. You and yeah. I talked about it last week with the over so many of first baseman in the last couple of weeks, and this is just one of them. I get, but again, this one's a righty, you know, kind of yeah. a little bit of a comparison to Miguel Cabrera. I agree with that. The, the yeah, other thing about him, though, is he has a secondary position, like unlike some of the other first basemen that you see, they only have first yeah. base. Well, so, and I mean, he's, got an outfield, he's got an outfield secondary. Miguel Cabrera can only play third base, I believe. And then Joey I Votto, right. I, don't think, I don't think Joey Votto Zero. has a secondary. No, yeah. he's like, so, uh, he's like uh, Big Meat Pete there. Only one. Kind of, well, yeah, Big Meat Pete doesn't need to go anywhere else other than first base. Yeah, right. But, the other uh, the other stuff you get within this uh, Daily Moments program, you get a set 25 headliner. You get another set yep. 26 headliner, uh, two headliner bundle. You get a, another crack at Home Run Derby and All-Star Game cards. And a uh, Field of Dream month. one this time. And you also get a Field of Dreams pack, so you can either get the Mike Piazza Lefty Grove or Mike Schmidt. I can tell you I have Mike Piazza parallel, too. This guy absolutely mashes baseballs. I'm at 433 um. with I was six home runs in uh, 13 hits. So, And I, I can tell you I have the Lefty Grove and the Mike Schmidt card. Not my favorite cards. I don't even have Mike Schmidt in my lineup anymore. <laughs> I, can't, I can't hit with them. Lefty Grove, I, I got them for another lefty in my bullpen. And I just, right. I don't know. Like, he's not bad. I mean, my ERA with him is a 4.05, and I pitched... I pitched almost eight innings with him. Right. So, I mean, it's not bad. I mean, it's not a bad card. It's just I feel he's better out of the stretch than the windup. Just like a lot of the old-time pitcher cards, their windups are so long, you right. sometimes screw up the motion. Right. So now we have, going on into this week, we have a new uh, MLB The Show schedule. Obviously, you know, they've already dropped a six-inning program. You know, we covered that a little bit last week along with yep. the September Daily Moments. Uh, the next thing coming up here uh, would be 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the 7th. A new rank seasons will begin. Uh, we'll get into those those cards in a minute as they've already announced one, and they basically already accidentally announced another because everyone else yeah, kind of figured that's... out the other one. Uh, Wednesday the 8th, monthly awards monthly. for August will be dropping. 
uh, along with a new Generations event. Uh, it says build yeah. lineups with future stars, prospects, rookies, and veterans. So that's going to be, gonna really be an interesting one. I think that's going to be fun. That'll be good. That'll be good for a lot of parallel progress. And then uh, the I think probably you know yes. the biggest day the biggest day since obviously TA three is TA four coming in. I'm Social excited for this. And they've already been revealing these uh, over the last couple of days, and we're going to get into the ones that have been announced and some of the ones that we also think and slash would hope that they yes. would bring out for the rest of the teams. So that is the schedule for the week leading up until yep. Friday the 10th. 10th. So bearded, I mean, you know, predictions, I guess we'll go predictions for monthly awards. You and I last oh, week didn't man. really know, you know, much about what kind of, what, what kind of monthly cards we were going to see. I but, know. I mean, um, do, we have, do we have a bigger, do we have a better idea this week? Now that they kind of I say announce like this, team of the month and, and stuff like that. The one that really pops off at me, DJ Crone. I, I know yeah. it's another first baseman, but I mean, the way he's been playing in the month of August is just amazing. His mm -hmm. hitting stats are just crazy. Like, I, right. I just, I don't see how you could pass him up, even though it is another first baseman, like I said. Right. Um, Right. That, just, and, that, and that's the tough part about it again, because again, you know, we just went over it. They just released another one with Orlando Cepeda. So it's like, how many first basemen are you going to bring into the game? That's, I, I know. It's, so it's, it's that, that's another thing. So I guess we'll, we'll have to, we'll definitely have to see uh, Wednesday the 8th, you know, kind of how this plays out and what, what kind of happens with it. Uh, again, I don't really have any any suggestions or any ideas as far as lightning cards go. I don't really dive. I didn't really dive that much into statistics the past month. So, for me to sit here and and give you a prediction is probably silly. So we're just gonna move on. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean the only reason I would say Crone though is if you you look at his hitting in August, he jumped up from his average being a two oh six. With 387, with um, what was it? What? Did, how many home runs did he have? He had he had more than 10 home runs in the month, didn't he? Not. Yeah, I mean, it was just. So he's got impressive. he's got a multi. He's got a, he he's got a you know a, a, yeah he had a double digit it, it, he had a double digit home run month. His OPS was amazing. Yeah, his OPS was. Uh, I, I, I think if he doesn't, I, I, I'm pretty sure if they don't give him the lightning card, they're going to give him one of the cards. It's got to be either. It's got to be the lightning or the one right before. I mean, yeah, he, he's right, got to have a right. good one. So I mean, the I, I think the big topic uh, of discussion as far as that will be the show this week goes would definitely be TA4. Uh, let's just go over, you know, I'm just going to briefly touch on some of the ones that they've announced okay. over the last couple of days. <clears throat> uh, started out with the Cubs. They announced the Milestone 300 Win Club 99 overall Greg Maddox, which I think that card is going to be absolutely sick nasty. I can barely touch his gold cards, especially yeah. early on in the year. So that that's gonna be good. You know what I like so far What's though? That? Is that when you look at the ones they've already released, they've done a nice job at giving you different cards to meet that Mookie collection. Right. Although and, they have not announced an award series card yet. Right. I think those are coming, but as far as the ones they've announced right. over the last two days. They haven't announced any awards cards yet. It's all been signature right. series and milestones. Primes. They did Speaking primes of, games. well, they did one prime. That's right. Yeah, I believe so. that was Duke Snyder. Duke. Yep. 
for the Dodgers, 99 overall prime Duke Snyder. Uh, the Brewers got signature series, 99 overall Paul Molitor. Paul Molitor is Paul Molitor. He plays the same way every year. Yeah. Blue Jays got signature series, 99 overall John Olerud, who plays like complete garbage. I'm not as, happy as much about as that it, card at all. Much as it pains me to say, I, I really don't know where else they could have went with that. I, uh, I don't either, I were talking about this before podcast, trying to come up with who was so left. And we're like, you know. Kansas City. Kansas City got no hitter 99 overall Brett Saberhagen. I was really surprised to see Saberhagen come up because I think he's that's, got one card, maybe, in the game this year. Interesting too. Yeah. Compared to I think he got like three or four last year. So Cardinals, I really I really think this was a no doubter. I think everyone yeah. was expecting it to be Albert Pujols, but 13 shutout milestone, 99 overall Bob Gibson. I mean, if yeah. it wasn't Albert Pujols, it was going to be, had to be yeah. Bob Gibson. I mean, maybe they could have <laughs> went with a signature series Yachty, but I think also that might be coming later. I think you're right. I think so, that'll come later, especially yeah. for how long he's been there. Uh, and I mean, Dodgers, they just came out with a Wainwright, too. So I mean, Right, exactly. Dodgers, we already touched on that. 99 overall yeah. prime Duke Snyder, which, again, don't really think they could have went anywhere else. Jackie no. was already released kind of day one. Yeah. So Tigers, uh, triple crown. Oh, boy, this is going to be a fun one. This was just announced a few <laughs> hours ago. 99 yeah. overall milestone, Hal Newhouser. And you know what I'm interested bearded, about? Bearded, I have though. to tell you, this is my absolute nightmare. This card is going to be the bane of my existence. Anyone else that has followed me since last year knows I can. I, I don't think I won a game against this card last year. <laughs> I, I couldn't pitch with it. I couldn't hit it. I couldn't do anything with it. So I'm interested uh, to see what the stats are going to be on those cards, yeah, too. Yeah. So I think what we should do now, and, you know, I, w- I think you and I were going to talk about going over this in depth, but I think maybe we just need to touch on some of the predictions i guess for ta4 i I mean because we could just sit here and and we can make a podcast episode about discussing ta4 um i mean i guess first bearded who do you think is going to be out of the yankees who do you think is going to be the yankees team that's so hard because they've had so many good players over the years but i mean when we were talking before we started like i could only think of like three that they could narrow it down to mickey Mantle, babe ruth or reggie I mean, yeah. those are the yeah. real big ones that pop out at you. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, and, I would and, and love I mean, to say Jeter, but he's not even in yeah. the game. So or I mean, like a, a Roger Clemens or even an yeah. Andy Pettit, I would take. I, I would too, but, but you, they're not going to put him in the game. So that right, and, and, the, and the same thing, and, and 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 the same thing kind of goes for me when I was thinking about the Mets uh, when they announced this. Obviously. As a as a huge giant Mets fan, I would love for the captain, David Wright, oh, to be in the yeah. game. But I got a little more realistic, and what I think, especially with the minor league, uh, you know, addition to MLB the show, I would love to see a good old ninety nine Francisco Alvarez, the Mets' top prospect catcher, who's absolutely raking in Brooklyn. That'd be awesome. Might might be in Binghamton by the end of the year. I don't know. The the season's winding down here. I'm pretty sure the end of the minor league season for Binghamton ends. Uh, like next next weekend or the weekend after that, I think I'm pretty right. sure I yeah. have. I'm pretty sure I have tickets for like the 17th, um, nice. which was going to be a nice little addition to this podcast because I was supposed to go last week, and I was going <laughs> to let you guys. That, that was going to be kind of in the Mets report because uh, they do have a couple of good uh, rookies in there that I'll that I'll touch on later. But yeah, uh, yeah. So that might be we might have that for for a future podcast down the line. So yeah. Other than that, I think I got. Yeah, I got to think the Braves are going to get a Hank Aaron. 
you know, they got I, I think Hank Aaron's going to finally come around. Guys like Jimmy Rollins are finally going to come around. I, I can we get a Ken Griffey Jr.? Can we get it, dude? I think it's got to be a Ken Griffey Jr. for Seattle. It's got to be. Well, he's been a, he's been an inning boss the last two years. Nineteen, he was the sixth inning. I want to say. I believe okay. he was the sixth I, inning. Last year, I mean, he had this own, is... last year he had his own inning. He was just it was yeah. you didn't get a choice. It was everyone got Ken Griffey Jr. So well, I mean, it's got to be Ken Griffey for Seattle, especially if it's like fan favorites and stuff like that. It's got to right. be. Right. I mean, there's no other way to go with that. And when you and I were kind of breaking this down, I was trying to think of some future stars because I think they are going to put a lot of future stars. In this, I think and they, I think are they should, because I, I, I think that would be an absolute addition to the game. I think a 99 Adley Rutschman would be fantastic. Oh, that'd be awesome. You know, again, a 99 Francisco Alvarez. I'm OK with two future stars catchers because, of course, I'm a Mets boomer so and I want to see Francisco Alvarez in the game. And see, I would have said for the Yankees, um, they're Oh, my God, I'm a drawn blank now. Um, Jason Dominguez, but they just came out with a 96 card for him. Yeah, he's so had a 96 I doubt, in the I game. doubt that would Again, be him. The, the Rays, <laughs> I, it, I would have said Juan DeFranco, but he's already got, he a, 99 got a 99 in the game. Right. There's so, so many that we could have said. Of a, it's kind of a touch. And then there's teams like the Angels where it's kind it's of gotta, like, okay, it's got to be, be Mike, Mike Trout. Already. I don't know who else it would be. Tim Salmon already has an award series card, which was right. the other legitimately the only other person I could have thought of. Same. And the Rockies, it was like it's got to be Todd Helton. White Sox, gotta it's got to be Frank Thomas. There, there, there's certain cards to where it was like I could have maybe went with like say like a Brendan Rogers yeah. or an Andrew Vaughn for the Rockies and the White Sox, but they kind of already have cards. I mean, Brendan Rogers, I don't think has a card, but don't think he's no. played well enough. I don't either. For them, to, for them really to highlight it. So the only other really kind of interesting one I think we should bring up is the Giants. Yes, because I agree with that. this is kind of a fantasy pick for me, and I brought this up oh, to you, and I, I even typed it in the notes, and you you said immediately that you would love it. Oh my god! I and I and I know, and I know our guy Clue Twenty Seven would absolutely be losing his mind if, if this if, happened. If, yeah, if, if, if Mr. Tim Lincecum entered the game. Oh, oh dude, my, that would be. I, I mean, they just oh. came out with Madison Baumgartner. Yeah. You I mean, might as well just throw Tim Lincecum right in you there. Got it. I would. I would. Have, I, if it's not going to be Barry Bonds, it'll never be Barry Bonds. It'll never be Reggie Stalker. It'll never be whatever the hell else his name, name was. they make up. <laughs> <laughs> in the past, it's give me, give me a Tim Lincecum, right, please, just put it I, in the yeah. game, make me happy. He was he was one of my favorite pitchers growing up. I just his funky delivery, the fact yep. that he, I mean, he was just fantastic. So, dude, he had so much stamina too. He could so much pitch. stamina. He he just he just could throw and throw and throw it was crazy and when i when i when i grew up i played about 10 years of baseball and i actually when i was in little league i was a pitcher and i kind of modeled how i pitched sort of after tim lincecum because he hid the ball really well yeah you you didn't see you didn't see that ball until it was like right there and that's kind of how i liked to pitch i kind of liked to to show the ball kind of at the last (laughs) minute right when i was about to throw it so 
Yeah. You know, Tim Lincecum's always had a, a great thing for my career. Of course, I told you in the past, Tom Glavin's my absolute favorite pitcher of yeah. all time. I was so happy this year when they announced that Tom Glavin was getting that Mets card. I was yep. like, Ooh, yes. Now I just need a Pedro Martinez one. <laughs> <laughs> right? So there were all, there was a all few the teams. Old-timey. I know, right? There's a few teams, too, that we, we, we couldn't narrow it down just one. We had a few, like the Padres. Yep. We said yep. Tony Gwynn, Trevor Hoffman. We Those ones were the ones that kind of stuck out at us. Either I'm leaning more toward Tony Gwynn because so, I think so Tony, am I, Tony, honestly. Tony Gwynn is literally that his nickname is Mr. Padre. So exactly. I mean, how could you not have Mr. Padre as your 99 be. overall card? Yeah, and then we looked at the Indians, and like you said, Jim, Jim told me, and I was like, it could also be Bob Feller because he's only gotten one card. But I mean, yeah. But but again, Jim told me. You look at it; it's, it's got to be a told me. Yeah, Jim told me. Jim told me. You got and you right. got to think SDS is going to do what the community wants. The community wants exactly. a Jim told me. Give it a well, give it a signature series. I'd love to see a get that'd that, be awesome that card art. Well, I would and that's love the thing. To see a card art for a signature series. Jim yeah. told me. Well, that was a thing. Like this was a fans voted one. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it, it it could really go any way you really think about it. And the other team that we kind of. Well, there was two. There, yep. there was two. I was gonna say the Twins, yep, twins. and the Houston Astros. The Twins yes. only because I brought up Kirby Puckett because he's a brand new legend of the game, and I was like, "Well, right. that would be pretty cool to see a '99 Kirby Puckett." And then I brought but then up you Killer and I kind of also settled on the Killer, yeah, Harmon Killer, yeah. because everyone his car, his '99 overall card last year kind of mashed. Same thing yeah. with Houston. We were kind of, we were going through this, and as we were going through this, I was kind of like, wow, there is a lot of hitters, we're guessing. What about yeah. a couple of pitchers? Well, yeah. I brought up Mike Scott, and you brought up the Wags, Billy Wagner. Billy Wagner. Yeah. I would love to see Signature Series Billy Wagner back in the game, oh, yeah. especially for free, because last year he had a That'd Battle awesome. Royale card that was worth a million thousand bajillion stubs, and everyone was putting <laughs> in a buy order for it, and I never got to use, so... That that yeah. kind of upset a couple. I think uh, locks Seattle. I think hopefully we're getting Kenton Giffrey Jr. Oh, God, I think I hope the so. Oakland A's is going to be Ricky Henderson. I probably a Marlins card. Pudge. Uh, Phillies, Marlins. I don't think it's so much of a lock as say the Phillies with like you roll. know Jimmy Rollins. Yeah, it could have been could have been Shane Victorino, but I think Jimmy Rollins is is it's the got, more yeah. solid choice. I'm hoping the the Angels is Mike fucking Trout. I agree with that. And the <laughs> Texas Rangers and, and the Texas Rangers, we legitimately put a question mark because I have no idea. I, I have no clue. Because the Texas I, Rangers are just that bad that I don't even know anyone else on their team. I didn't even know who well, Adolis Garcia was until like you, you know the three crappy thing ago. is I would have said Nolan Ryan, but he just came out with a ninety nine yeah. card, so right. <laughs> You took right, the obvious next, one away. Your, Thanks, your guys. Next, your next choice was like signature series Joe. I mean, unless they're gonna put Josh Hamilton in the game. I mean that's, that's possible. Not gonna, that's not gonna happen. So I know, but like those were the only ones we could think of. So yeah. So those are kind of our our sort of hopeful predictions. Uh, if you guys want and let us know, we'll put all the predictions on Twitter. I think we might as well as well. Just, we'll I, just I agree all with the, that. We'll put all the predictions that we got on our Twitter at Bearded and Boom. Uh, ranked seasons number six as we're recording this it is currently the seventh it's very early morning of of september 7th so 6 p.m eastern standard time ranked season six will begin we are getting 99 mvp josh donaldson and they kind of let let loose on twitter but we're probably going to get an eric davis card uh 99 overall which i'm super excited about because i i smash with eric davis so 
it was silver BR card. Oh, I hit tanks. Well, you got to look at what they said. He said that he joined the 33 club with a walk off home run, and and then you look at the helmet, and it's just like, oh, okay. And as soon as you said that, I I googled walk off 3030 home run, and the first YouTube clip was Eric Davis. Yeah. So I just saying. Just saying. Yeah, I agree with that. I I I think that's it's the safe pick, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And those I mean, unless, the, unless they're going to swerve us, which I don't even know who the swerve would be at this point. Well, it has so. a red helmet. <laughs> Beats That's me. All I, I know, right? Beats me. Uh, all right. So what are I, your I, thoughts on the new, the, well, the new event that's I haven't out touched right it. now? I haven't touched it. Don't really okay. care for it. I was going to say, Ho- I don't even Ho- think Jose, it's worth Jose it. Altuve, that, that cheater can just... He can just go away. Yeah. I, I mean, the card's nice. The only reason I would grind it is to sell the cards because I believe right. they're going for like over 100K at least. I think you're Darvish, right. I, Darvish, I might, Darvish might have made my starting lineup if, if I needed it because he's got that cutter. Yeah. Well, other than that, we've got a new event literally coming out on Wednesday. So at this point, it's not even pointless. I did, like I said, I didn't touch it. The rewards are kind of nice. You get a space pack, you get a couple of space packs in there. But I like the idea of a top I do too, but I don't. I, I, I don't, liked the I don't idea, like the cards. and it's a good start. And I think they can build on that. I do too, but I just. I think. I think. I think in MLB 22 they can build on that, and they can give us better cards, like maybe yeah. not cards that happen like weekly, but like flashback tops now cards. You know, what yeah. I mean? like this this new Michael Conforto that we just got. My I guy, like that card. I love this card. That card, I, you know, balls. you and I, you and I talked about last week on on the podcast about me getting that gold super factor Michael Conforto. Yeah, that stopped real quick when this card came out. I think that was the <laughs> fastest I have ever done a tops now <laughs> moment set in the history that I've been playing MLB the show. I was like, I literally wow. told you it was out, and you're like, I know, I already did it. I was like, oh Jesus, I, I didn't even want to buy it. I'm like, nope, I'm gonna get this shit for free. So. It was speaking just, of it's baseball, not worth grind at all. It, yeah, it's not worth it. It's it's not worth it. But not with the award baseball, you get, it's just, Speaking yeah. of baseball, right. it's September, my yes, favorite time of the year, other than other than the other than opening day. Yes. I love September baseball. Division races are getting tight. The New yes. York Mets finally figured out how to hit. <laughs> I mean, oh heavens, it's it's so much fun. This team, I I told you last week, this team is gonna bring oh me God. all the way down to the end, and then they're gonna crush my hopes and dreams. <laughs> so yeah, it's true. I, I, mean, I think right now. So let's take a look at uh, each division and look at okay. the races. Uh, we'll we'll look at those. Obviously, we'll we'll touch more on the closer ones because there's a, uh, there's quite a few here that I see. There's at yes. least three here that aren't even talk. Shouldn't we shouldn't even talk about them at this point? I yeah. Uh, and then we'll look at the wild card standings and stuff like that. So we'll start out in the American League East with your New York Yankees. They are currently eight and a half games back <sighs> of the Tampa Bay Rays for the division. They're not winning the division. I can tell. I you was right gonna now. say my question to you is: Do you think with I think there's 22 games or something? There's there's around 20 Ooh, games left in the yeah. season. Can they make up eight and a half? Can they make up eight and a half? If if they were playing like they did after the All-Star break, I'd say yes. But right. as soon as everybody came back from injury, it's like they forgot how to play again. Right. right. And, like, that goes to show you that they were playing better without all these 
named players in the lineup, and it's just like you're playing better with well, these with these kids that came up through the and, farm system and than you are with and, these guys you're paying millions to. I I don't think the discussion is the Yankees. I think it, the discussion should be how great the Rays are, because oh, you think God. if you take the Rays out of this division, this division is close. I mean, the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Jays—that's like three games. Yeah. Never mind they're, they're the Orioles all... because the Orioles haven't been good since like 2011. So well, you look at it right now. If you took them out, the Yankees right. would only be a half game up. Or if you basically look at the wild card, because the wild yeah. card legitimately is the Yankees, the Red Sox yeah. at the top two spots, and the Jays are three, and the Jays and the Mariners are three games back. Yeah. So, uh, AL Central. White Sox have a 10-game lead over the Indians. Again, not really much to talk about there because no. the Indians, I don't think, is... I don't I think mean, they're going to make that comeback. Their record says they played about as great as the Mets have this season, so there's there's something to say yep. there. Uh, Astros in the AL West have a five-and-a-half game lead over the Mariners. I think this is something to talk about here. Because I do, the too. Mariners, because the Mariners down the stretch have been playing great baseball, they have. but I think... Sending Kendall Graveman to the Astros at the All Star break is going to come back to bite them in the ass. And I, I agree said with that. this, I I said this as soon as they did it. I didn't understand it, and I still don't get it. The I don't. Mariners I didn't understand great, that. Had move. A, the Mariners had a great bullpen. They're forty and twenty nine at home. I know. When's the last time you've seen the Mariners actually do well, let alone at home? It's, since Kirsty so, was on the team, <laughs> right? Right. Uh, moving over to the National League, the National League East has gotten so much more fun. I mean, it's, it has. Been a fun, it's been a fun division. I don't think this division's been any more than like six games all year. It's been uh, interesting. You know, and the Mets had this. I believe the Mets had a six-game lead at one point. Now the Braves have a one-and-a-half game lead over the Philadelphia Phillies and a, only a four-game lead over the Mets. The Mets in their last ten are seven and three. Yeah. So yeah. they figured out how to hit the— uh, and, of course, the Phillies are just as hot. They're eight and two. And the Braves— Kind of went out west and got their butt kicked. They're four and th- they're four and they're four and six in their last ten. I mean, they played the Dodgers, they played the Giants. I I, I said this last week. I go, they're going to go out out west and have a tough time, and they're 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 proving me yeah. right so far. So well, I think I think this division is going to come down to the last weekend. I hope that the Phillies can kind of get on a little bit of a cold streak, and the Mets can kind of jump over them because the Phillies, or the Mets, and the Braves play. Three games right at the end of the season. So yeah. I'm hoping that I'm, I'm really, whether that goes either way, I would love for those last three games between the Mets and the Braves to, to, to call the division. You know, but, but, but just to tell you how much better the Braves have played since the All-Star break, since the rest of the NL East, there's only one team with a positive run differential in the NL East. Yeah. That's the Atlanta Braves at plus 94. That is true. Everyone else is negative. So well, that that that's really all I have to say about that. Well, I'll touch more on the on the Mets when we get you know when we get there. But the thing that I found interesting too is um, when when the trade deadline rolled around and uh, you know Acuna got hurt, you would have yeah. thought they would have made more moves, right? Because that's like your, I, your best I player. I mean, I really thought they would have packed it in. To be honest, like, okay. I, well, I I would have thought. Yeah, pack it in, or maybe well, they, they made they, more moves to get people. But, but what they, they do? They they made a made for Jock Peterson. That's it. Peterson. No, sorry. no, no. They right? got they Adam got Duvall. Jock after he got no, hurt. they got yeah, Adam Duvall. That's right. They no, got Duvall. They, they got. They actually got pieces. They went out and they got a bunch of pieces, and they got cheap pieces too. That's true. 
I mean, you look at this roster now, and they, by the way, they just signed Charlie Morton to an extension That's legitimately right. yesterday. So yeah, and they with an option, and, right? With a with a with an option, option. twenty twenty three. Oh, they also went out. Ozzy Albies is playing out of his mind. Yes. So they got. You say I mean, they just got Jack Peterson. Yeah. They got four. They got four outfielders at the deadline. Yeah. They got Jack Peterson, Adam Duvall, Eddie Rosario, and you forget they also got Jorge Soler. Oh God, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. you're right. That outfield is a br dream. Wow. <laughs> I had that I dream of if, if, if I had that outfield in Battle Royale, boy, is it a bad defensive outfield. But, but God, that outfield could mash. Yeah. So Well, it's kinda of like the Yankees in real life. They can mash. <laughs> they can't play the outfield. No. Uh moving moving into the uh NL Central, one of the best teams in baseball, in my opinion, uh this entire season. The Brewers have an eleven game oh, lead over the Cincinnati Reds. Cincinnati Reds have been playing great baseball down the stretch, but it's not going to be enough. Yeah, and they're not. Now. They are what I believe. We'll check the wild card in a minute, but I believe they're just holding on to the second wild card spot right um, now. I can check that real quick. You know, so. so I'm pretty sure they are. Um, let's no, see. they are not. They have. No. One, they are one game behind the Padres. That is so correct. again. They're they're fighting there. Mm-hmm. The I think the most exciting division in baseball this year and only because realistically down the stretch it's come down to two teams it was a three-team race the Padres have kind of fallen off the wagon a touch uh the NL West the the Giants and the Dodgers are trading this division over the last couple of weeks and it is going to be the most exciting baseball in the last two and a half weeks because they just had a series where they just flip-flopped the division basically so Yep. So that's that's going to come down to the final day, probably the final game. I hope they play each other. Well, you that look at the really... differentials too. Like the run differentials is just oh that division. That division in general. <laughs> if you if you take all of that between the Giants, the Dodgers, the Padres, and then you add in the Rockies and the Diamondbacks, probably still better than like the NL East. Yeah, I agree with that. Or even the you know the the AL, AL. Central somehow yeah. the American League you know the the AL East they all almost have plus differentials except for the Orioles but again the Orioles yeah. haven't been good since 2011 so yeah looking at the wild yeah. card again we've touched on this the Yankees the Red Sox and the Jays mild mm. will call this the AL East wild card yeah uh, they are kind of holding that the Blue Jays and the Mariners are fighting with each other to kind of figure out who's going to try and go after the Red Sox, but they're both three games back. The Oakland Athletics, surprisingly, are only three and a half games back. They're 74-63 this season. That's pretty good. And I think Toronto's making more of a push than anyone, though. Toronto's Toronto's been steady all year. They, I mean, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is just out of the... If it was... if. If there wasn't a guy out west named Shohei Otani, this guy's the MVP. He just mashes 40th home run today. Yeah, which is one of only two father and son combos to hit 40 home runs in a season, and I bet you cannot guess the other one. A little no. bit of trivia right here. I cannot. So, so now there are so so the trivia question is: there are two father and son combos to ever hit 40 home runs in a season. Ooh. One is the Guerreros, Vladimir right. and Vladdy and Vladdy Jr. The other. Cecil Fielder and Prince Fielder. Oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah. Oh my. The Fielders. 
I so oh, wow. Everyone, yeah. everyone, everyone listening, you just you just gained a little bit of baseball trivia today. So that is right. I forgot about if, that. If if oh if you're God. ever out in the bar and that that question pops up, you can thank the Bearded and Boom podcast for, uh, there you for go. getting you that for getting you that answer. Uh, NL uh, NL wild card. Basically, whoever wins <laughs> the the NL West is also going to get a wild card spot. So the second place loser there is going to get the wild card spot. So. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers and Giants at this point are both going to make the division or the, the postseason. Yes. It just depends on who's going to win what. Uh, the Padres currently hold the second wild card spot, and they are a game up from the Reds. The Phillies are two games back. The Cardinals are three and a half games back. The Mets are four and a half games back. But at this point, I think if the Mets don't win the division, they aren't going to win anything. Right. Well, so I think they got to go on a little bit of a win streak too. Well, yeah, and again, they, well, together. they swept. You know, they won five in a row. Yep. They like I said they they won their last seven oh. out of their last ten so they're they finally figured out how to hit they've been pitching yep. pretty decently so going well, down the, the stretch too. I mean you look at like like we were talking about the AL one like the only reason the Yankees are where they are is because of how well they played after the All Star break when they went on that right. ten plus game run and then all of a sudden right. they forgot how to hit again right well <laughs> and and that's the thing you know with with the Mets lately. It's been, it's been some surprisingly, good, some surprising names. You Jonathan VR is like the hottest hitter in baseball right now. That and is this true. Guy, this guy is just mashing baseballs in his last ten games. It's it is absolutely unbelievable to watch him hit over this last week. Kevin Pillar all of a sudden found power. He yes. took the bat off. First of all, Kevin Pillar took the bat off his shoulders. So that's great. That's awesome. <laughs> Not only that, he had a grand slam the other day. In a you know in a thirteen to nine victory, Michael yeah. Conforto has figured out how to hit finally you know resign and I want them to resign Conforto and finally you know I actually have an argument. Javi Baez has not been striking oh. out. He's been mashing home runs. Lindor's been hitting doubles down the line, and and this team's just been pitching well enough to win baseball games. Thanks. So I mean, I mean they're they're not where they were as far as ERA and what that you know obviously. You have that kind of weird three-headed kind of oh about uh, you know between Familia May and and like even say Lugo, but you know Edwin Diaz blew yeah. a save today. Edwin Diaz, in my opinion, is still one of the best top five. He's still one of the best top five closers in the game. Yeah. Hey, things happen. Aroldis Chapman blows saves. Obviously, he plummeted oh. to the ends of the earth this year. So no. that's yeah. that's one that's one of those things where it's just. And and even this season, you know, Edwin Diaz, fifty-five games. He's got fifty-five innings. He's only given up three home runs this year. So yeah, that's... like you said, you you guys have they've been pitching well enough. Yeah, you know, I mean, right, been pitching well enough. Right, and and, just, and... Um, I'm sitting here on ESPN. He's got six blown saves this year, which is only one right. behind his 2019 season of seven, which is his most. You know, especially that was coming off his 57 save season with the uh, Mariners in 2018. So, again, Edwin has been kind of middle of the road since he's been traded to the Mets. But, I, again, I still think that when he's on and when he's pitching well, like oh, I said, he, he he's definitely still one of the best closers in the game. So I agree with that. So, uh, and that's, that's as far as we'll go. Uh, also, you know... The Mets cannot stay out of the 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 back page of the the New York Daily Post. Uh, Mets acting manager 
Matt's oh, acting God. GM, Zach Scott, oh. was uh, charged with a DUI. Oh, I believe it was early this week. Yes. He was found about a block away from the White Plains police station about 4 a.m. Passed out in his car and was charged with a DUI. Uh, there was a lot of Twitter hubbub saying that something there was. So there was a charity event, and I'll give a shout out to the Messed Up Podcast for kind of giving me this this information. They kind of broke it all down for me when I was listening to it the other day. By the way, any Mets fans that haven't aren't listening to the Messed Up Podcast need to be listening to the Messed Up Podcast. Uh, Draft Knife Mark, Mark Luino, and Jeter had no range. James Shiano are fantastic if you're talking Mets baseball. Uh, yeah. So they kind of broke it down how. It was originally came out that uh, Mets owner Steve Cohen had a charity event at his house. First of all, weirdest flex I've ever seen is, is <laughs> you had a charity event, like a, a, a couple hundred people person charity event at your house. Yep. Badass. So they basically said he went to the So the GM, Zach Scott, went to that charity event. And then later was found, you know, Charged with the DUI. So a lot of Twitter land was trying to link Steve Cohen to the reason why Zach Scott got charged with the DUI. Come to find out the charity event ended about eight or eight between eight and nine PM. Zach Scott was found about four AM. So there's a lot of window there. Yeah. That's as a big window. <laughs> where the hell Zach Scott was after the charity event. Uh, also the charity event was in Cohen's home, I believe, somewhere out in Bridgeport, Connecticut, somewhere out in Connecticut, and he, he ended up in White Plains. So again, wherever that was. Um Javi Baez turned from the most hated man in New York to I think one of almost <laughs> the almost loved man in New York in about the span of two and a half days. Yeah. He, uh, you know, with all the he, and this was something <laughs> you and I were gonna you, this was something you and I were gonna cover last week and we just never got to it. So I'll I'll just briefly yeah. I'll just briefly cover it. Okay. Sorry, there is something going on in my headset. And okay, there we are. I had a weird ad from ESPN going and it was so weird. I'm like, where is that coming from? Uh anyway, so basically Javi Baez and Francisco Lindor and a couple other Mets, um, I think it was last weekend with you know, they started to when they got a base hit or an extra base hit or something, they started to put their thumbs down. Javi yep. was asked about it in the media. He said basically, well, the fans are booing us, so anytime we have success, we're gonna boo the fans. Do what you want with that. You can hate it, you cannot hate it. Personally, I didn't like the fact that he said it to the media. And then that Sandy Alderson replied to the media and not to the players in the clubhouse. <laughs> so basically, I feel then, like it got blown up more than it should. Well, have. And so then that was on Sunday. Then the Mets had an off day mm -hmm. on Monday, and then their game on Tuesday got canceled. So this sat for like forty-eight hours, and mm -hmm. Javi Baez was getting ripped to shreds by the New York media. So they oh, come yeah. out to a, not only that, then they had a doubleheader on Wednesday. I believe yes. it was Wednesday. Yeah, so Wednesday. Wednesday. And the first part of that game, the first, the, the, you know, the, the first game of that was a suspended game back in April, which is actually another stat that you'll, that you'll learn to know, which I also got for the Mets Up podcast. The longest suspended game in MLB history. This game got suspended back in April and Jesus. just got finished up in September. Wow. So 
the problem with that was is that obviously the trade deadline happened. The Marlins right. traded away some players. The Mets got some players, traded away some players. So guys like Javi Baez and Francisco Lindor didn't start in this game. So Javi Baez comes in in the eighth inning. And there was maybe, I guess, a thousand fans at City Field for this game. And as the afternoon went on and the game went later and later, there were more fans rolling in for the second game. Well, Javi Baez got booed out of the stadium in the eighth inning when he came in. And I mean, you know, fans are thumbs down, thumbs down, boo, you know, get this man out of New York. Ninth inning rolls around. Ninth inning rolls around. The Mets are down five to one. This team, (laughs) this team with basically, they score a couple of runs and make it six to three. And with two outs, they score four runs to win the game, including a base hit by Michael Conforto that scored Javi Baez from first on a base hit to left field only because Jorge Alfaro, for some reason, was playing in left field, not behind the plate or even on the bench, booted the ball, which gave Baez enough. It got away from him just enough that Baez could score all the way from first. And Javi Baez, I, I will tell you what, I watched that play over and over and over again, is the smartest base runner, one of I the smartest that. base runners yeah. that I've ever seen. The way that he was able to look at the ball and dissect that, how far it got away from him, he knew that he could round third and score is unbelievable. And he became instantly Popular loved again. in yeah. one day. So no, He went from being hated to loved. I mean, right. that's playing right. in New York, though. I mean, yeah, that, that's exactly. that's New York fans like. Well, and, and you know, on the other side, and again, we'll touch on the other side of New York. The Yankees have kind of hit a little bit of a skid. They, oh, they kind of straightened God. it out. But but, you know, last weekend, yeah. they kind of hit a little bit of a skid. But they're still going to I think they're still going to take that wild card spot no matter what. They're still going to get into the playoffs. I hope no so. What, because I don't think. That even I don't if the know Red if Sox can catch make them, a push. yeah, even if Boston makes a, makes a push for that first wild card spot, I don't. I think they're going to stay out ahead of the Rays or the excuse me, the Jays. So yeah, I think so too. I, I think as long as the Yankees can continue to hit down the stretch like they've been, I think See, they'll be okay. It, it was more of their pitching that kind of started to, right. and then when Cole came back, he kind of pulled them out of it for right for his right. pitching. So that kind of woke them right. up a little bit, which was nice to see. Right. Right. So now, of course, with September baseball comes right around the corner to the NFL season. The NFL football yes. season is this Thursday. Oh, my gosh. I'm excited. I can't I wait. I am super excited for this. Thursday's game, oh. I believe, is the Buccaneers and the Cowboys. I think you're and right. I'm gonna, and I'm going to double check. Yes. Buccaneers, Cowboys. The Buccaneers, Cowboys. Thursday, 820. Yep. And then, obviously, leads right in Steelers and Bills on Sunday. Huh? We'll preview and that. Uh, Jets, Panthers. That's going to be interesting. That's Panthers. Sam Giants. Darnold going back up against his old yeah. team. That that, and, and again, you and I touched on this last week. I really hope that just that Carolina I hope wipes. Darnold, the, I yes, hope Carolina I wipes too. the floor with them, and I hope I agree with that. Touchdowns. I hope so, Darnold throws for like four hundred plus yards and just looks <laughs> like uh, the Giants host the Denver Broncos. Yes. Which is really interesting because the Broncos just named Teddy Bridgewater their starting quarterback. Yes, they did. That's gonna what be. Do you, what do you? What do you? What, yeah. What do you think about that? Do you think? Do you um, think Teddy's gonna? You think Teddy's gonna ball out, or do you think Daniel Jones can can actually oh, uh, lead that team to a victory? I'm not sold on Jones. Still, I'm. I'm not. No. Yeah. I, and and you and I talked. He about was it such last a week. big reach. It's, yeah. I just, he the, hasn't. 
he hasn't given me enough to say that he can be right. I mean, right. he shows flashes of it, but then you look at he can't hold on to the ball. Yeah, it's not the interceptions; it's he fumbles it all the time. Right, and that's what right. that was his negativity coming out of college, and mm-hmm. it's carried over, and he hasn't been able to do anything else about it. And I just, I don't know. I just one I'd, thing, one one weird <sighs> thing to note about this season is the fact that in years past, there's been two Monday Night Football games during Week One. There's only one this year, and it's yeah, the it's Ravens. Weird. In Las Vegas against the Las Vegas Raiders. Nothing real special to note about that game other than I think that Baltimore's probably going to run away with that game pretty easily. But just the fact (laughs) that there's only one game is kind of a little odd. There's usually two. It's it's interesting. Yeah, there's usually one kind of East Coast game and then one West Coast game. But there's just one West Coast game today. Uh, a couple things we wanted to touch on over the weekend. Uh, NFL cut up the roster down to 53. Well, Actually, yes. it was the day after we recorded the podcast. Oh, my really God. Funny yeah, and boy, did yeah. I eat my words. We both did. The Patriots cut Cam Newton, and Mac Jones is going to be the starter. starter. I was so surprised about this. That is unbelievable. And, and you know they kept what? Jared I, Stidham I, as the backup. And I knew they were going to keep <sighs> Stidham. Well, we had I really two, but I, I were, didn't know. I just thought they were going to rock with three. All I did the, too. All the luck, all the luck in the world to Mac Jones. I hope he tears it up against everybody else but Buffalo. Me too. Uh, you know, again, a couple other strange notes we have here. Again, just another <laughs> couple strange notes. Uh, Jake, Jake from State Fromm. Jake Fromm was cut by the Bills. Kind of a little yep. upsetting because I actually kind of like Jake Fromm. Not that I he was too. ever going to start on the team, but of course they just. They just signed Mitch Trubisky yeah. to back up Josh Allen in the offseason, so really no need yeah. for Jake Fromm anymore. Josh Rosen I hope he finds a nice 49ers. place, though. He will. He'll, Fromm he'll, finds he'll somewhere. Find a, he'll find a nice backup spot. I hope so. Josh, be nice. Josh Rosen was cut by the 49ers and picked up by Atlanta <laughs> to back up Matt Ryan. Again, not really, not really anything special there. Uh, what just came out today that I think we should touch on was finally there was a, there, uh, a starter named in Chicago. Yes. Andy Dalton will start over Justin yep. Fields, which I think you were a little bit surprised about. I, I like I told you I last was. week, I was not surprised about it. I thought Dalton was going to start. I also thought that Cam Newton was going to start, but here we yeah, are. Yeah, I, I was surprised honestly. I, 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 I didn't think that they were going to ch- take Dalton over. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I just didn't. I, it was shocked to me, but you know what? Good for him. And then. Uh, I'm excited to see Fitz Magic uh, be the starter in Washington. Yeah, so, so we have a little we have a about. little segment this week, and and I don't know if this is going to be this probably won't be a weekly occurrence. No. But, well, well, I'll call it a little rookie spotlight that you have this yes. week. So so bearded, so bearded, tell me about this rookie spotlight and who is it, and, <sighs> and and what do you got for me this week? All right, so my rookie spotlight, somebody I think you know is going to be a sleeper in the NFL. Um is an undrafted rookie. He went to the Buffalo University, or University of Buffalo. Uh, Jarrett Patterson. Yeah, the Gold Bulls. Jarrett Patterson. Um, he won He won a position on Washington's football team. Um, so kudos to him. I mean, I think in the club said that they have higher hopes for him than him just simply making the team because they see um, something special in him. And I agree with that because uh, if you go back and you look at his college numbers, so in 2018, he played 14 games, had a total of 183 rush attempts for 
1,013 total rushing yards, an average of 5.4 total yards per carry, 14 rush TDs, and had three 100-plus yard games, four games that were very, very close to breaking 100. And then you go to 2019, he played 13 games. He had 312 total rush attempts, jumped up quite a bit there. And then his total uh, rushing yards was 1,799. I mean, that, that's huge. That's and incredible in only 13 games, might I add. I, I, yes. Col- college or not, 13 games to get almost eight to, to basically get 1,800 rushing yards is I absolutely know. insane. It was, it was nuts. And then he, he had 5.77 total average yards per carry, 19 total rush TDs. He had eight 100-yard-plus games, three that were so close to breaking it. And then you go to 2020. They only had six games. He had 141 rush attempts. He rushed for 1,072 rushing yards with a total of 7.6 yards per carry, 19 rush TDs, four games with 100 yards plus. Not to mention, he rushed for 301 yards in one game, and then the very next game, he rushed for 409 yards. I think the one stat you don't have here, and I only know this because I actually watched this game, he had eight (sighs) rushing touchdowns in one game. Yes, he did. That yeah, I believe that. Was, I believe that, that was a 409 insane. yard rushing game. Yeah, he had 409 yards and eight touchdowns. I insane. caught the back end of that game where he scored his last three touchdowns. This kid is gonna be something. I and think he's. I. I really think he's gonna be something. I think he's a sleeper. I really, really do. Um, mm-hmm. and not not to mention he's coming out of Buffalo. Not many. Not you don't really hear about kids that are coming out of Buffalo. I mean, the last one you heard about was uh, Green Bay's running back there, Starks. He was good for a yeah. while, but this for kid's while, even better. But then, he, but then he fizzled out, yeah. yeah. Well, And then you watch how Patterson runs. He reminds me of Tiki Barber with the high and tight run. Mm-hmm. Kind of funny. And yeah. then uh, his running style kind of reminds me of like a bigger Darren Sproles. You know what I mean? How he was... Yeah, oh, definitely. His, his yeah. elusiveness and his quick shiftiness. It's really what it reminds me of. His explosive speeds through holes when he finds them. I mean, Patterson's 5'8", 195 pounds, and then Sproles was 5'6", 190. I mean, it's just the, his, the way he runs just reminds me of Sproles because he's got, he's got the ability to do all these quick little cuts, and then he finds a hole, and he's just through it. Right, right. And, and, I t- and when you brought this up to me that you wanted to talk about this, and you, know, I, I, you, you mentioned Darren Sproles, I, I'm trying to think of a role that he could fit in with with the Washington football team, and I think yeah. that he, if they're going to let him, I think he's going to be a great punt returner for them. They were just doing that with him how, in preseasons and stuff, just and he because was how, doing pretty good. Just because how shifty he is and how yep. quick he is and, and how little the window is on a punt yes. return from the time yep. you catch the ball to the time the defense is all over you. So I, I think that you're going to see him, if he's not going to get that many carries this year, I think right. he's really going to excel in special teams. I think, so I think the, you're going to see him get more you, carries than you think, though. Yeah. He's, oh, yeah. But he, for those of you that are playing fantasy football this season, this might be a, a sleeper yeah. pick for you. For those yep. that uh, have punt return for touchdowns and punt yards uh, added to your scoring, definitely would look about picking him up in your later rounds. So. Yeah, I mean, so, the thing that impresses me, too, is, like, because he's so small, he can hide behind the lineman, and then just, there he goes. Right, just like Sproles. Right. This disappears, and then he reappears, and he's, like, exactly. 10 feet, 10 yards past you. It's insane. Right, right. 
Well, well, Chris, thank you so much for that uh, for that little uh, insight on Jared You're Patterson. Welcome. I will definitely be watching him uh, this season because I believe Washington got it added another game against Buffalo this year when they added yes. another game. So I'll definitely be looking at him. So yeah, there's a, a another another new segment here that we uh, <laughs> we did we wanted to touch on. But we didn't get a chance to because I really thought that the episode was was going a little long last week. And yes. something that we want to kind of touch about, maybe not every week, but maybe every other week, is any other new games that aren't related to like MLB the Show or right. sports related. Any other new games that we think uh, we'd be interested in that are being interested in. But I think yeah. that there's something, and it's not even a new game. I think it's a current game that I think we want to talk about. And yep. what has happened recently? I agree with this 100. We're going to talk about a little bit of Warzone, yep. because now there's been a shift, and not only that, there's been a shift in Twitch. the the Twitch and gaming mm. community that I think mm. we need to talk about. And it was it was made to light the other day. Yeah, our boy our boy Tim the Tapman oh. is gone from Twitch, and he has moved over to YouTube gaming. And Exclusively. while I think this is a big blow to Twitch, I got to say, I think Twitch is going to be okay. I do I th- too. I, th- I think Twitch is going to be okay because it's not. Twitch is such a long standing community on the internet that I, I-, I think Twitch will be just fine without. Well, I Tim saw the something. I-, uh, I-, I, wish- I wish Tim the Tatman all the best. On YouTube, I do too. And I- obviously, it doesn't mean I'm not going to watch him. I'm- I-, yeah, I love exactly. Tim the Tatman. But, you know, I think that YouTube, as far as content and revenue goes, I think it opens up a different uh, avenue for Tim the Tatman. So I I wish I really as a person, I wish him all the best. And I know he's doing it for his family and, you know, the the business ventures and stuff like that. So I think it's a fantastic move for him. I think it's very smart. And again, I wish him all the best. And I think he can take YouTube gaming to another level. So I think. Also, him reuniting with uh, Dr. Disrespect is going to be a good when thing. You, and you got to think, also, YouTube. Dr. Lupo went over in the same week. Yes. Dr. Well, Lupo went over a few days before yeah. he did. Before and then he made yep. the announcement with him and, uh, you know, Courage and that little, uh, that yeah. little vignette, I guess we'll call it. Yep. Call it a little vignette, as, as, I, so, as they call it in the wrestling world. As, I, saw something, world. I saw something today that I thought, would add something to this though, because it was a, okay. an interview with Dr. Disrespect. Right. And they're asking him about, you know, does he think YouTube streaming is better than Twitch? And he said, no, yeah. not right now. Right. He said, I make a quarter of what I was making on Twitch. And he said that Twitch is leaps and bounds ahead community wise and platform wise. Well, yeah, it's at, yeah, as where YouTube is now. And he said that, he said, do I think there's room for improvement? Yes. He goes, do I think that it's going to hurt Twitch with people leaving? No. And you know what? It it could. It depends on who else decides to switch over. But also with that, though, with people leaving Twitch, that leaves room for others to move up. Right. So and, I, and I think it's kind of a healthy thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and it's kind of like the system turning over. And that's what I was going to say, as more people, for say, more, if more bigger content creators want to leave the platform and go over to YouTube from Twitch, there's just going to be other content creators that are just going to take that place and move right. up. Because 
if people don't want to watch YouTube gaming streamers, they're just going to watch newer ones on Twitch yep. and, and vice versa. You know, yeah. the biggest one that I can think of when Courage went from Twitch to YouTube, it was the same thing. Like, he's got a community that's going to follow him. Right. And they did same follow with Tim. him. Same with, same Tim. with Tim. I mean, same with Dr. Lupo, same with Dr. Disrespect when he got banned yeah. from Twitch. And now he's yeah. you know, in the whole lawsuit with Twitch and whatnot. But oh, that's going to be interesting. For, but for him to come out and straight out, especially with all that going on, saying that Twitch is going to be fine, I agree. And, you oh. know, I think he's be, I think he's being real there. Twitch will be. He's just being honest. Fine. He's being a re- he's realist. Being I mean, he's not he's not going to sit there and say, oh, no, that, it, it hurts him, blah, right. blah, because you look at Twitch over time. They've endured yep. a lot of things. They've stayed where others have dwindled. Right. Exactly. And it's and, all and Twitch, because and, and Twitch of isn't the like a movement. and Twitch isn't like a mixer. Like Twitch no. has been Twitch has been on Twitch has been with the internet as long as I can yeah. remember. I I, well, I remember watching Tim the Tatman ten you know too. how many ever years ago. When he was playing CSGO, you know, and yeah. I was like, oh, God, you know, I was like, man, who is this guy? And I think I unfollowed him at one point. <laughs> I was like, yeah. when I when I, I was I, I had that thing where I would I would watch a game and I would follow everyone on it. And then when I stopped watching the game, I would unfollow everyone. So I think Tim and Tatman yeah. was one of those guys where it was just like, <clears throat> well, you know, and you know yikes. who else I'm interested in seeing what happens is Nick Merckx and Cloaksy. They both said that they had big announcements coming up, too. But they they yeah. can't talk about it right now, but they have announcements right. coming up. Mm-hmm. So that makes me wonder: Are they leaving? Go to YouTube Gaming as well. Yeah, but even uh, again, even if they do, I, no, I'm just saying fine. that's something that's interesting. It it'll be a, mean, it'll be a great thing. It'll be a great thing for YouTube Gaming because I think yes, it's not it'll put them on the, comp- the map it's, more. It's it's not even that. It's not even the competition. Streamers that are up and coming will have more options. Yes. They and will that's, have that's a good thing. A better place to stream their decision. content and make a decision. Because up until you reach affiliate on Twitch, you can yes. stream wherever you want. You can multi-stream. I I did that. I was right. on Facebook, right. YouTube, and Twitch all exactly. at the same time. Exactly. So 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 that's we really wanted to cover that, and I think that was a great thing. The other thing we wanted to to mention is Warzone's oh. coming out with an anti-cheat and apparently a new map. And I we'll think see. this was I think this was in the, the new map. I think was in response to everyone leaving to go play Apex. It was also a response the, the, because the everybody was PO'd about yeah, them well, just throwing the map back in time. They were not. Every, that was not everyone, what, That was so. Yeah, and everyone still is PO'd, and <sighs> some of my buddies are trying to get me to play Warzone the last couple of days. I told Trip no. I, go, I, I refuse won't. to go over there anymore. And I think the anti-cheat, they said they've had it in the books for a while, whether they have or whether they haven't, is yet to be seen, and I still don't believe even if they did or they didn't. Yeah, they said but, that they let these people cheat so they could find them and, and, and find out how to stop it, and it's like, yeah, yeah. okay. So, <laughs> I, I think we just wanted to briefly touch on that. You know, I, I think definitely the, the Tim the well, Tatman thing was a, was a big gaming thing that I think you and I needed to talk about this week. Yes. So, that's something... Well, and the other thing with works. the COD community is the mm-hmm. transition to Apex. Yeah, and, and the majority it, and that's of why... it just transitioned over. And right. right, I think that was the other reason they came out and said, "Oh, we're doing new map and all this other stuff." So, right, right, we'll see. So, I mean, maybe that'll help bring people back. Maybe it won't. Right. So the uh, so the final new segment that we wanted to start, yeah, uh, and I think this really kind of brings the podcast it'll bring the podcast to a nice end 
It's yes. what we're going to call 100% real. It's where I'll give you a topic or you can give me a topic and okay. we'll give our 100% hot take on it. All right. It could either be a question or it could be kind of a true or false kind of statement. Yep. And we'll kind of give a reason why. Okay. So I'm going to give you the first one. All right. And it's going to be a true or false. Okay. It's going to be tr- true or false. The New York football giants will win the division this year. False. Why is that? I, I don't think Daniel Jones can lead him to that. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I, I want to say yes, but I can't because realistically speaking, Yes, they surrounded him with a lot of weapons this year and all that, but he hasn't proven to me enough that he is that person that can take them to the top of the division and make a push for the playoffs. Maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised this year, but no. I'm going with no. False. From what I've seen, that's one of the hottest bets, by the way, because the the odds are astronomical. Yes. So I've seen that. Right. (laughs) So I got one for you. Okay. All right. So. Does New York hate Javi Baez? No, I don't think they do. I think I think they hate what he did. Okay, but I don't. I don't think New York hates Javi Baez because at the end, at the end of the day, Javi Baez is going to help them win baseball games, and we've seen it since the thumbs down. Right. We we we've seen it when he's at his best. Yeah. You know what? It, does Javi Baez swing at pitches? He probably shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> but does Javi Baez play a fantastic defense? He does. Yes. And he plays an even better and he plays an even better defense with his best buddy, Francisco Lindor, across y- the back. Yes. Yes, he does. Javi Baez will help this team win baseball games down the stretch. And honestly, I, I, I you know, if you would have asked me the question a week ago, I would have added that I don't want the Mets to re-sign Javi Baez. I was gonna, gonna I was that. gonna add this in here. I'm gonna, I was change gonna ask that. you about that. I would okay. love the Mets to re-sign Javi Baez if he'll take less than a 10 year deal, I, I don't know if he's looking for length like everyone else, right. but maybe it'll take a couple of years, you know, three, four, five years. I, I think that's the Mets I window at this point. I think the Mets are win. Uh, they're in a win the world series in five years kind of mode. I and think so too. Steve Cohen's going to go in the off season. Obviously he's going to spend more money. He's going to resign. Yep. Hopefully Conforto. He's going to hopefully resign Nemo. He's going to resign Noah Syndergaard, who I don't think will pitch this season. No. I hope he. I hope he sits down to dinner with Javi Baez and just talks about it. I, I hope there's a discussion there. I hope it's not kind of like, "Hey, thanks for the rental," you know. Yeah. Have have fun back in Chicago or wherever Javi's going to end up. I, I hope yeah. that. Yeah, I hope they have a dinner. I hope they sit down and I hope they talk to some numbers. That's all I yeah. want. All right. Maybe. I mean, maybe Javi Baez ends up in a New York Mets uniform next season. Who yeah. knows? I like that. The next question for you is the New York Yankees will win the World Series this year. No. No? No. I, I can't. If they get hot, maybe they'll go farther, yeah. but I just... The way they started playing when they got their players back that were injured, I, I just don't think that that's the team that's going to take them to the World Series and possibly win it. Okay. Their Fair pitching enough. is Fair not enough. there. Their pitching is not there. I'm yes, they have the bats that can come alive hmm. at any time, but the pitching's not there. The only right. one they have, really have is Cole, 
And then Chad Green has been constant all year. That's it. Right. Yep. Yep. And I would say that's a fair assessment. I would also add that there are better teams. Yes. That's just it. For sure. There's the Giants and the Dodgers, I think, are both better than the Yankees in a seven-game series. Oh, yeah. Oh, easy. So. I mean, Yankees with Cole pitching, I mean, they have a chance to win. Right. Every right. game because he gives them that chance. But after Cole for a starting pitcher, you, you right. really don't have that. Right. Um, so I got right. one for you. True or false? Mets will win the NL East. False. <laughs> as much as it pains me to say, and as and the only reason it pains me to say it is because the Mets over the last 10 games are playing like they should. Right. I, I really think that this, this West Coast trip is going to bite Atlanta in the ass, and I think the Phillies are going to sneak in and win this division. Now, to Ooh. say that, and, and, and that's, that's the hot take right there, is the Phillies wow. are going to win that division. All the right. Phillies will win that division. If the, if the Mets won't win it, and I don't think they will, I think the Phillies are playing great baseball. Bryce Harper, by the way, might even sneak out the MVP this year. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen yeah. his numbers this year, and they, and he even did that for. He's been doing that for the last couple of years. Yep. His numbers have been that sneaky good. Zach Wheeler's mm-hmm. going to win the Cy Young. He's going to win the MVP. They're going to steal the division and probably get bounced in the first round. Maybe <laughs> the, the Giants are just the Giants were just platoon you to death, and the Dodgers oh, are yeah. just too goddamn good. So I agree with that. All right, here's that. A, here, here's a hot take for you. Ooh. All right. Here's a hot take for you. Saquon Barkley's going to rush for 1,500 yards this season. God, I hope so. I'm going with, I'm going with yes. Yes. <laughs> He's coming back strong. <laughs> you know, I almost asked this. When I almost asked you this question, I almost put 2,000 yards. <laughs> I would have said no. <laughs> but then, obviously, there's only been very few running backs that have even touched 2,000 yards. And the last one was Adrian Peterson. Yeah. And I don't think Adrian Peterson and Saquon Barkley are even in the same class yet. Not yet. So, so, I, so, so it's going to be interesting because yeah. I feel like, I feel like they're either going to hold him back and limit his rushing or they're going to push him in too quickly and he could possibly get hurt again. Right. And, and if they hold him back too much, that's also going to hurt him in the long run too. So I exactly. It, it, it's a delicate balance, and it's it's going to be really interesting. But I hope he comes back like his old self. I really do. It's like, what they call a catch twenty two, my friend. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with that. Nick, like, the, I hope the, he comes back Giants. like Adrian Peterson from the yeah yeah from the injury from his, from his ACL. There. Oh, his ACL I hope he does. Team. Yeah, because that where where he after he broke, came back, he almost oh. broke Eric Dickerson's record. That's oh, and that's God, I hope the so. season that I was kind of referring to when I said oh, Adrian God, Peterson. I hope so. I hope so. That'd be amazing. Yeah, I, I mean he's he's got the he's got the strength to do it. I mean he's got the potential. Take one Barkley's thighs are bigger than my whole leg, dude. They got even so, bigger. They got even yeah, bigger exactly. with so. this all this training he did after his knee injury. It's it's insane. Yeah, yeah. That's, I that's hope it. so. That's all I can say. <laughs> right. So I got one for you, sir. True okay. or false? Josh Allen wins MVP. True. There ain't even there ain't even a chance about it. You can call me a Bills homer. You can call me what you want. Josh <laughs> Allen will win the MVP this year. I, Josh, I hope he does. I, mean, I, I think he's ready. And, and you know what? If he doesn't win it this year, he's going to win it the next three to five years. 
I, 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 I agree with that. The Bills made up goddamn smart decision oh my by for this guy and, and i'll be he the was, first to say i'll be the first to say that when they drafted him i was like oh okay like a question mark there there yeah. was i especially you look at that yeah well, I, I even you was think like, about okay, it too all they talked about was, was like, the cannon okay. he had right and, and i was like okay josh Rose. when he got drafted i was like josh rosen's still there i was like all right that's yeah. a good pick <laughs> yeah. looking I, back was, now though that was a I great decision because like, well, i was like cool. i was like i was like lamar jackson's still there i'm like okay okay yeah. you know and then they took josh yeah. and i'm like i wasn't upset about it but i didn't like it and yeah. now it's love it. probably yeah. the best draft pick the bills have had in the last 15 years See, the only other one that you could make an argument for is Lamar Jackson out of that draft class, really. Mm, I, yeah. I don't see, I don't see, because Rosen, Rosen's well, just tanked. And I, and I only say yes, because I don't think Sam Darnold had a chance in New no. York. So no, I'm going to hold off. I'm going to hold off on, on ranking that draft class until right. I see what Sam Darnold does in Carolina. That'll be very I, interesting because I still think that Sam Darnold is a good quarterback, good and that's, and I guess that's I another too. hot that's another hot take for the for the segment is that I right. still think Sam Darnold is still a good quarterback. Well, uh, I mean, you look Josh at what Allen. they gave him in in yeah. in yeah. in the Jets. They they, they right. gave him nothing, nothing. So I mean, when you expect giving yeah. a young kid the helm with no blocking and no weapons? I mean, but, but to get back to the hot take, Josh Allen will win the MVP. I think he's going to throw for... Oh, boy. I would love for him to throw for 40 touchdowns. I would love Ooh. it. I would love it. Oh, I mean, he's 40 got... 40 TDs. He's mm. got... He's got... He's got Stephon Diggs. He's got Emmanuel You're Sanders right. now. He's got Cole Beasley. He's got two great running backs. I think he's got two pretty good running backs in the backfield. I think Devin yes. Singletary is going to have a good year. I think Zach Moss is going to have an above average year. I do, too. I mean, that edge rush that the Bills have, I think Josh Allen's going to throw for 40 touchdowns. I would love it. Third, I'll take 30 to 40, anywhere in there. I mean, that's <laughs> that's great. And at four, I, mean, I don't even know how many yards he had last year. 4,500, I think he had last season. Yeah, I think so. I think he could get so, back there again easily this year. So, yeah, and, and I think he could get back there. Yeah. So I would say, yeah. So he actually had 37 touchdowns and 4,500, 4,544 yards. So, four, so 40 touchdowns is not a stretch then. It ain't I mean, a stretch. That, at that's, all. that's realistic. So I'm, I'm thinking another 45. Year. I'm thinking another 45 and 40 season. Yeah. Put it in the put it in the books. Well, I mean, even to have an MVP season, he might need forty five to fifty touchdowns. I think you're right. So maybe forty five to fifty well, and maybe what did five, Aaron Rodgers do last year for it? And maybe well, and maybe five thousand yards? Hmm? I think five thousand mm-hmm. yards. Five thousand yards would yeah. definitely get him there. And and again, with the weapons that they just added, yes. I don't see why not. Aaron Rodgers actually only had forty three hundred yards. But he threw for right. forty-eight touchdowns. So right, that's. I mean, that's, there, there's the big difference. Right, and he only had five ints. Right, I mean, and jo- well, that, Josh Allen only had ten. Exactly. I mean, they, well, yeah, it's it's double. And Josh the Allen was what? Jo- Josh Allen's in his what? Going into his fourth year now. He's going his into fourth? his. He is going into his fourth season. That's what I thought. I, I, crazy, if, and, and, and look at the leaps not, he's made already. Right. right. It, it's he's he's. Right. He's really impressed me by the change between his first and third year. He well, took and again, such big steps. 
And last week, last week we talked about completion percentage. Yes. In, in his rookie season, he completed fifty-three percent of his passes. Last right. year, he completed almost seventy percent of his passes. And that, that shows is, him a lot of film study on his part. That is knowing, absolutely knowing where the coverages were and picking up defenses in the NFL, and that's that's well, something also, that is impressive. Right, and, and also something else to note from his rookie season to last year, his his rushing yards have gone down. That's even more impressive. So that by means he's all, sticking by, it out in the pocket, two hundred yards. Yeah, so he's staying wow. in the pocket more. So now he's so again, more of a pass first, run run last option. Exactly. He's going through his reads better. Exactly. I like it. Exactly. I hope he keeps trending so, the same way because he will be fun to watch for years to come. Then. Definitely, definitely, and I, you know, and I think the Bills have finally found their franchise quarterback, and I think the Bills I, can I get back to those teams in the nineties. You know, to to say our it was last year's team. As good as some of those '90s teams, not as a whole, no. maybe. No, I, mean, I, I wouldn't say they were. No, but those, I think, those '90s, I those think 90s they teams had well a lot better as a team. Those '90s teams had a lot bigger stars, though. Yeah, Jim Kelly. You right. Know, they had they had Juice. They had you know Bruce Smith. Right. You know, so it, I just they had more star team, power to them. But last right. year's team. You kind of had just so you, well. they meshed and they had the tandem of of Allen and Diggs that just blew the blew the you know blew the league away. Hopefully, so. with the addition of who do you say Sanders, Emmanuel Sanders, yeah. I think with the addition of Sanders, that I think that's a I think open that's a up some more two. coverage yeah. stuff for D for yep. Diggs. Yep. Because yep. now you can't just plan on Diggs. Well, and, and I think do like a double coverage. I, th- I, I think Cole Beasley's going to have another career year too. I mean, th- what well, that, what that him guy playing with the broken leg was, was insane. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah, and what that guy did last season is just, especially for being, being a, his size and being a slot receiver, he is one tough dude. Right, and being he is, uh, and being you know a veteran. Oh yeah, I and he, think. And you know the thing about him is, he's always been. I accept my role. I know what I'm good at. And he goes out there and he gives everything every play. Right. And he, exactly. he's so smart with his routes and where he sits in the coverage. Yeah. He finds those little openings. And with, with the arm strength of Allen, he can fit him in those little windows that Beasley finds. Yeah. And it's just amazing. Well, you know, we, we say career year, and it legitimately was. I'm looking at yeah. his numbers right now. He had, the mo- he had his most receptions. His most tar- his most his most targets, by the way, are in his first two seasons with Buffalo. 106 and 107 targets last the last two years. He's a good safety option because he finds he, those little little spots yep. and he and he sits there. He had the he had the most yards. He had 967 yards, which is the most. He I mean the most he had in Dallas was 833. His most yeah. average his most yards per average uh you know game reception 11.8. He had four touchdowns, which is uh, third most. So, yes. Well, I, I mean, the kind of I think he's just going to keep putting up better numbers. So, well, I'm interested too. Like with the Daniel Jones thing, like they went out and they got Galladay, and like if he can stay healthy, it'll be interesting to see what what he can bring. Yeah. But yeah. his bugaboo is he hasn't been able to stay right. healthy. Right. I mean, so, don't get me wrong; yeah, he's a phenomenal receiver, but right. And and Longevity. I think that's uh, and I think that's uh, you know more questions we can save for the next uh, 100 percent real section. 
Yes. Uh, I think that'll wrap that one up, and uh, I think that'll almost wrap up this podcast. Yes, it will. Uh, episode 2, 100% Real with Beard and Boom. Next week, be on the lookout because we're going to have recap of NFL week number one. Yes, we are. Man, am I excited about I'm that. I'm excited I am so for excited that. for football this year. It's it's going to be a great year. I, so, I think just all around, you know, especially me, with the different TV deals and everything like that, I think it's going to be really good for the sport. Obviously, for the Buffalo Bills, my Buffalo Bills, I think we're going to go back to the AFC Championship game. Good God, I hope. So I think that's going to, uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for us here tonight with uh, 100% Real with Bearded and Boom. I have been Dylan, a.k.a. Boom Shakalaka. That has been Chris, a.k.a. Bearded Spartan. And we will catch you guys later. See you guys.